Hello and welcome to the Monday, September 21st, 2020 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Over the weekend, we had a couple of interesting diaries. One from Xavier, where he went hunting again on Virus Total for office documents with interesting objects. And now, what he came across there is something that also Didier published about earlier, and that's uh, documents that include Python code, which is a little bit odd because, uh, of course, typically on Windows systems, and you would expect a Windows system to offer to open the Office document. You don't have Python typically installed, so. Python, if it's used on Windows systems, often arrives uh, compiled. This code would only run if Python was already installed on the system. Now, he found actually a couple different samples there. Some looked like they maybe experiments, uh, maybe someone is developing uh, some exploits here or internal red team exercises because they try to connect to internal to 192.168 IP addresses. We also found a third address. That's a 156.132 address. And that one is now actually assigned to the United States courts system. So uh, kind of interesting there. It wasn't always assigned to them. if you're looking up in some uh, IP address information system, so it may not necessarily uh, come back uh, with anything yet. Then we got a second diary by Guy. Uh, Guy is writing about a fish trying to impersonate a Salesforce. What's sort of interesting here is that the host name not only uses a TLS, that's quite common these days with phishing, but instead of let's encrypt, they're using a different free certificate authority, zero SSL and I personally wasn't actually familiar with that company until I saw Guy's diary, but Zero SSL is a little bit similar to Let's Encrypt. They're offering free certificates that are good for 90 days and they're using the Acme protocol. So since you can use all the tools that you're using with Let's Encrypt, but then they also have sort of a Zero SSL Plus version where you can pay them some money for support and for additional features. Again, around sort of automating all of your certificate lifecycle. But yep, uh, just like Let's Encrypt, uh, the criminals are trying to find these free certificates for their TLS certificates. Personally, at this point, I don't think a Let's Encrypt certificate is suspicious at all. Uh, they have such a dominating uh, kind of point in the market where uh, you can't really sort of consider Let's Encrypt anything special. And talking about phishing, we have yet another Google service that's uh, being abused by fishers, and uh, that's AppSpot. Now, AppSpot has the ability to create uh, random URLs. That's sort of what it does in order to serve as a front for your applications. Also, 
if uh, the AppSpot service can actually not connect to a particular version of your service, then it will just route it to a default service. So what an attacker can do here is essentially create a large number of URLs, host names that are all ending in .appspot.com, a legitimate and heavily used service. And with that, of course, they're able to easily bypass some security solutions. Pretty tricky. And yes, you know, these type of cloud services have been abused in the past. It's just yet another cloud service that has been found to act as a front for phishing. And last week we had a good diary and a lot of talk and discussions about clipboard monitoring and malware that's stealing clipboards. Well, it just happens that Sysmon 12 was released and Sysmon 12 now adds the ability to log and capture the clipboard. Neat feature, but please be careful with this. Uh, I'm not really seeing this as a great feature for uh, workstations unless you apply some filters around it because you may end up logging passwords and other confidential information that you probably don't want to log. And Microsoft, after adding last week the ability for Windows Defender to download files, well, has removed the feature again. Wasn't really quite clear why the feature was added in the first place, but the assumption was that possibly they wanted Windows Defender to download files to inspect them before offering them to the system. But then, of course, this is yet another sort of living off the land binary that could be used to download malicious files by an attacker and I guess that's why they figured, hey, if we don't really need it, uh, let's uh, not add that feature. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.